Welcome to Lähiradios AA Radio. My name is Krista and I'm a sober alcoholic. Today we are in Italupa, which means Italian Young People AA. Uh, this is uh, this is a convention and today we are in Bologna. Uh, with me there's uh, three alcoholics and uh, just so that we know that uh, what this all is about, Simon is going to read the preamble. Go ahead, Simon. Sure. Uh, hi, my name's Simon. I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Simon. Hi, Simon. And this is the AA Preamble. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of people who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. AA is not allied with any sect denomination, politics, organization, or institution does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. Thank you. And uh, we could actually go now around the table and have an like, introduction round. So I'm, an, uh, I'm Krista and I'm an alcoholic and I'm from Finland. Hi, Krista. Hi, Krista. Hi. Uh, my name is Simon. I'm an alcoholic uh, and I've travelled to Italy here from England. Hi, Simon. Hi, Simon. Um, I'm Pierce. I'm an alcoholic. I travelled um, from the United States. So. Hi, Pierce. Hi, America. I'm an alcoholic and I am the only one Italian here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it's so nice to have you all here. Um, and young people A- in AA stands for basically anybody who has room to grow. So we don't have any age limits or anything regarding this matter. But it's just a convention, and maybe the age therefore is a little bit lower. What do you say, Simon? Is this um, uh, you have been involved in many uh, young people in AA or UPA uh, stuff? Uh, so how do you find these conventions and how did you actually find your way into IPA conventions? Yeah, that's a good question. I am um, the first ever Young People's AA convention I went to was in Sweden. Um, and it was because a Alanon was telling me that if we hadn't experienced the Young Persons Convention, how are we going to host one? Um In 2016, Bath uh, was the winning location for hosting what's called Europa, which stands for the European Convention for Young People in AA. And yeah, this Alamon was telling me, it can it cannot be described. It can only be experienced. I will not do it justice. I felt so offended that an Alamon was telling me, you know, I needed to experience this thing. That I decided to go to Sweden, uh, which was the the next upcoming convention, and I, yeah, I'd never been to a young person's convention before. I travelled to Sweden, and there was quite a lot of young people. I'd never been in a place where there were so many young people there, and they were dancing and eating food together. And, um, yeah, I was hooked after that. Yeah, I became addicted to <laughs> young people's AA. And uh, it just felt nice to feel part of 
uh, a bit more and to have that increased identification of people who also got sober young like me. I got sober when I was 25 and I'm nine years and six months sober now. And uh, yeah, it does seem like on average the attendance is younger, um, but it's not exclusive. You know, there's people of all ages at these conventions and I often... I'm looking for some adult in the convention to help me feel safe. Like, if the people are being too crazy, I kind of want to know that I can at least talk to someone who's old-timer to help me feel normal again. But it, it's good fun to dance until 5am and stuff. Anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Right. It was good to hear that at least you can have fun when you're sober because many of uh, young people are afraid that is life going to be boring if you don't drink anymore and what will become of me if I don't like go to the clubs and stuff. But apparently you can go everywhere you want. Is that yeah? Yeah. What about you? Because you have come from states and yeah, mm-hmm. you have been to. What, uh, what was it? L.A.C. Yeah, I went to um, yeah, I went to L.A.C. Paw, which was it was two things. There was an event where we went to an amusement park, like roller coasters. That was nice, and just seeing all those young people. I've been to a few young people events. Um, my favorite was I got sober at 19, and I was in college, and I went to a uh, an event at Halloween, uh, the 31st of October. It was like a little party, a dance, a meeting, and I came back to college and everyone was like stumbling drunk and I was like, this is feels so good. <laughs> like I'm a part of something bigger. But the best one I went to was this convention in the middle of California and I went because I started getting involved in the fellowship and it was just 1,400 young people. I thought there was at least 2,000 and it was just so rewarding and I had so much fun. It was really, uh, it was the best thing I've done. Sounds amazing. Did you say fourteen thousand or did I? Hundred. Oh, so two uh, thousand. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I was thinking like that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah, what? Uh, like even fourteen hundred is is a lot. It's so yeah. nice to see everyone in one room and just having a good time and enjoying life. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really special. Cool. Erika, you said uh, yesterday when we were having this uh, bigger meeting that you have been in AA for like, what was it, two years? Or? Yeah, a little bit more than two years, yeah. Hmm. I actually sobered up online, so I am uh, Zoom recovered. And um, I started my 24 hours when I was uh, in the pandemic. So like only following online meeting. And uh, I actually crossed the um, IPA convention because... Uh, Because I, I I did service in Ismipa uh, during the 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 not this Ismipa but the last year I was doing uh, I was interpreting actually and uh, doing translation for uh, for all the speaker and um, so I discovered these uh, young people uh, convention online and uh, I was um, I don't know I was so attracted and uh, I I saw. This uh, incredible uh, enthusiasm and uh, joy, and uh, I really wanted to be part of this. And um, so I said, okay, the first convention they will do in Italy, I will come. And uh, there we go. Actually, it's my first uh, physical convention, actually. So, and uh, I think that the energy is incredible. Um, 
I have the impression that I know these people since uh, ages. Like if we are uh, friends, uh, very, very old friends. And uh, yeah, it's like a family. All over I go, uh, wherever I go in the world, uh, I feel like uh, there is an IA family waiting for me. So, and this is, um, this is something uh, very, very beautiful. And uh, and I don't think that uh, it's not possible to to have fun without uh, without drinking. Actually, I do believe that uh, I am so joyful and uh, so free and so um, and I have much more fun now than uh, than before. So I do believe that these uh, events are. Amazing, and uh, I do encourage uh, people that uh, are in early sobriety to really take part of one of them because they will uh, come back home with an incredible energy. Yeah, I had actually the same uh, experience when I was uh, 2019. I was four months sober, I think, at the time. And I went to Baltica, which is like in Baltia, and that time it was in Riga, and I really felt that like. Uh, when I had only been into meetings in my home hometown Hel- hometown Helsinki, and then when I went to Riga, and it was amazing. There was like people uh, from America and um, all over the Europe, and then the uh, atmosphere, as you said, the energy is so different compared to anything. Because usually when you go to a meeting, it's quite like you know calm and. Uh, you don't like hustle that much, but then in here it's like so different. You're shouting, <laughs> it's it's so funny. What's actually uh, there's like shouting in between of the uh, meetings. So, Simon, do you know what's that about? Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, so for example, if you're reading how it works, the reading starts, you know, rarely have we seen a person fail. Um, but actually, in the original version of the big book. The way Bill wrote it, it says never have we seen a person fail. And apparently the way that editors were arguing, they thought it's too harsh to say never have we seen a person fail. We should say rarely have we seen a person fail. And the young person's AA crowd, when they start that reading, they say never in response to a person reading rarely have we seen a person fail and I think the shout outs um, they're playful but underneath they have a kind of serious understanding of the history of AA and uh, it makes it more interactive how it works is at least for me now I'm sort of nine years in the program it's a reading I can kind of fall asleep to <laughs> It, it's really important to me. I, it was a you know really important part of my sobriety, but um, I hear it so many times. But when I first started to hear it read out at these young people's AA conventions and all these shout outs, you know, like when they when they read the traditions, they say um, we are but trusted servants. We do not go and and they yell out but trusted, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like very playful and silly and joyful and you know we're not a glamour and I think that that's like really apparent for me in young person's AA conventions that they play with what they play with the message but they don't make fun of well they 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 don't um devalue it Mm. if anything they kind of 
increase its value because they show you that you can have fun and still practice a good program. Yeah. Um, so I I think all of the shout outs started back in America and the Ikipa and it migrated over <laughs> to the to, to Europe and we have it now at Italipa and these other conventions. Um yeah. So I, I guess that's where the history is from. Yeah. It's interesting as and when you said that it's um like every time we're uh, we are somewhere in like these AA conventions, it's just it's a demonstration of like how big this whole thing is. Like it's uh, funny when you go when I went to AA first AA meeting, I just thought that okay, there's gonna be like you know like bums without no teeth and like with a, a hardly any shoes or they're gonna smell like piss <laughs> you know and then when you realize that the AA is all about like like it's so much bigger and it's actually like international and that's even like great and as as Erika said that it feels like family and I do I met you all yesterday and still feel like I know you better than most of my friends because I know that we share that same like sickness and we have this uh, common solution like we know uh, or I don't know could you say that our like basic like life principles are the same maybe I don't know could you say it like that way but how did how did you find like coming here like people not talking that much of English and stuff oh for me um I felt it's very comforting because like all my life like I feel like we're very misunderstood as individuals. Like we're, we're too drunk, we're not drunk enough, and we feel alone at parties. And I don't know, I get very obsessive about things, relationships, all this. So it's nice to like finally come anywhere around the world. Like I opened up at a meet, or not opened up at a meeting, but I was at a meeting. And I just like turned around and said, thank you, because you can go anywhere in the world like i'm 6000 miles away or 10000 kilometers my conversions are off but it's okay but i um and i still feel at home it's 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 very uh uncanny and very it's beautiful so yeah even if they're speaking another language and all that it's very uh it's nice cuz you know what the message is and that vibe is the same mm. the energy is the same yeah. mm-hmm. okay then um I was thinking about if there's any uh, younger like listeners on the radio now listening to the like this program and they may be thinking about uh, quitting drinking and maybe even they have tried. But what would you say, Erika? Like, did uh, maybe just share your own experience? Did you try quitting before you came into AA? Yes, I did. Actually, I tried several times to quit drinking. I, I I actually went to therapy, different therapy actually, and uh, sometimes I was able to quit drinking for a few months. Um, but uh, um, never really worked for me. Um, but I don't think uh, I can say to someone, to anyone, when is the right time for you to join AA. It's not. I mean, I can carry the message and I hope I'm carrying the message at the moment, but uh, you have to really reach uh, your rock bottom and uh, when you feel it, then you're ready. Because if you are not ready, you can join AA and 
maybe if it's not the time for you, you will probably relapse and uh, then come back another time. I do believe that uh, for me it was very important to be open-minded, to enter the room and uh, to really sit, listen to people at the very beginning and try to understand where I was. And they were talking to me because their story were, my, uh, were actually my stories. And um, I was... Um, Silent and quiet at the beginning, just listening, because I try everything before entering AA to stop drinking. And I just came to believe that I wasn't able to do it myself. So I needed something greater than myself. And finally, I found AA. Mm -hmm. But I was desperate. And I think that my desperation was uh, my... Um, was actually what, what, what saved me in the end because uh, I was open to listen to a different solution. Um, so I will, uh, I will suggest, even if in AA we don't give suggestions, just our experience. So mm. my experience will say, um, just go to the meeting if you feel like you really, uh, you really reach your rock bottom and listen to people. Be open mind and uh, don't judge, even if you don't understand everything uh, at the, uh, immediately because it's not easy uh, just uh, give yourself some time at least to figure out if you are an alcoholic and if you if we have a solution that is a, a solution that works for you yeah I have actually that like I was thinking the same like I had uh, heard about AA like so many times before I came into AA like, I had a couple of friends who had uh, quit drinking and using drugs and they were saying like if you want to someday go there together uh, they didn't take me there but I wasn't interested and I tried my best like I was going to therapy as well and I tried the underboost medicine which is making people like that they cannot drink but I still drank and I still actually started to use uh, drugs during that like when I was having the medication and nothing could uh, like stop me from drinking or like using anything, uh, anything else. But um, yeah, I wasn't ready. I had I, at, least, uh, at least three times I was like mentioned that, hey, do you know that there's like this place called AA, like it could, it could be something for you. And I was like, no, no, I don't want this yet. Like I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not interested in that. But then when the time came, like I had been drinking for a, like, like basically a month or a, I had like a rougher week, so I had been drinking like uh, like straight five, uh, straight up five days, and and also I came like uh, I got this like delirium um, like already, and I actually came paranoid and started to like what is it strangle my sister, and then I realized like okay this is it, or uh, or is it choking? strangling? Yeah, uh, but, yeah, but nevertheless I came like. Um, like uh, physically like violent and then realized that like this isn't me and then it like shook me like okay maybe it's time to go to AA and I don't know what was that like that was like just an like really odd idea and I was like no I'm, now I'm gonna google it <laughs> and then I went to my first meeting and it was just like I didn't know what's uh, rock bottom back then 
but I just knew that this isn't me and this isn't what I want. Like, yeah, it was so different and heartbreaking even. And uh, yeah, and when I heard other people share it, I could really like relate, as you said. Like, it was such a relief, you know, when you hear for the first time you think like. First, you think that nobody will understand you, and even though you have spoken about this stuff in therapy or something, but I was always so like dubious. Like I couldn't like I couldn't get anybody could, like to actually understand me. I couldn't like connect to people or talk to them like earnestly. But yeah, when I came here, I understood finally what's wrong with me, and it was such a relief. And it's a, it was such a relief when they said that okay. This is something uncurable. <laughs> this is you cannot like uh, cure from alcoholism, but there's a solution, and it was the best feeling when you like heard this in the same. Like you saw actually that the, these people have, they have something. They have a solution for the for the alcoholism. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say this actually. Um, I tried to stop drinking several times before entering AA, but for an alcoholic of my type, if uh, you take me away the alcohol and you don't put anything else at the place of alcohol, uh, won't last longer. Uh, <laughs> won't last very long. So for me, it was very important. This uh, the program of uh, uh, AA actually gave me a solution, and I needed something. Uh, after uh, I I quit drinking because uh, the the emp- the emptiness that the 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 alcohol uh, uh, left in my life was extremely big and uh, AA gave me a program and a solution for this and that's what I needed at the place of alcohol. And this is uh, the reason why we keep coming back, actually, because uh, it's not like a permanent solution uh, that uh, I took it once and I'm good forever. It's something that uh, I'm I'm really taking care uh, every day, day by day, like uh, a small plant uh, in your uh, garden. You know, it's something that you really need to pay attention to and put effort, uh, do action and go to meeting and carry the message of us. And yeah, for me, kind of like yours, I can share a little bit about mine. I, um, what scared me was long story short, I wanted to stop. I really did. And cause my dad's in the program, he's sober and I was dating some at the time and I just saw how it changed people. And I, Sword off forever, and what is it with and without a solemn oath? And it's from the literature. And so I was just working out one day, and this guy came up to me, a good, good friend, a friend of mine, and just offered me a drink. And I said, Yeah, and drink it. And that scared the shit out of me. That was probably one of my most scariest moments in my life because, like, it wasn't even a question, it wasn't even a thought, it wasn't an intuitive action. It was just bam, done in my system. Wow. Didn't get drunk. That was the only time I've had one drink. Next few times, there was one time where just something didn't go my way and I really wanted to kill myself. And I was so like wanting to find it. It was something so little too. And then the next, the final time 
hopefully, God willing, the final time I was, I was trying to fight my roommate when he had the alcohol. I kicked my buddy out of my bed when he was sleeping. I was just, I feel like for me, my bottom was so much so that I was someone else when I was drinking and I had a personality and it wasn't me. And I'm just so grateful that every day I'm so willing to just come back and be like, please, God, like, even in moments where, like, I feel like I'm getting a little bit, like, crazy again and just not wanting to control everything when I can just let that control go and just be, just be, it's, um, that, that, it helps me in AA because I'm like, well, I don't have to just allow anymore at people that don't really care about me. So it's, it's a, it's a lovely experience. It's, uh, friends you can never it's it's i don't even know how we relate to each other that's something that i don't get because it blows my mind that there's the four of us in this room like we can relate to each other than better than most people i'll ever meet in my life it's it's just blows my mind hmm. uh simon you've been in program did you say nine years now yeah um how would you like there's um as um Like mentioned earlier, there's a program, and uh, we are talking about it quite many times, and it's and basically meaning the 12 steps, which is kind of famous already, and the modern ages, and people tend to know. But what are what are they about? If you would somebody would walk up to you and ask you what what's the, the 12 steps about? What how would you say them? And do you have an experience of them? Yeah. So, if someone were to work, walk up to me and say, what are the 12 steps? <laughs> sounds like a funny, funny situation. I think probably they're a newcomer if they're asking that. And I think, you know, well done for <laughs> walking up to me. And um, it's something that's difficult to describe briefly, but I mean, it's, It's a transformational process. Uh, maybe that's the quickest description I can I can make of it. Transformational process, you know, a lifelong process that you do each day, that I do each day, and it has saved my life. Yeah, I I have formally you know done the twelve steps, and I continue to maintain them. On a daily basis, and um, yeah, I got to this place where I was so broken, I couldn't stop drinking, and when I tried to stop, it was so painful that I had to start drinking again, um, or plan suicide. And so, you know, the step one is kind of, are you powerless? You know, I, I had to admit that I was powerless. I constantly thought about alcohol. I actually felt more powerful when I was drinking alcohol. I felt more creative and funnier and a better dancer. And although videos show that I wasn't any of those things, but um, yeah, I I had to admit, yes, I'm powerless. You know. Whenever I'm not drinking, I'm thinking about drinking. Whenever I'm drinking, I can't control the amount I drink. So, you know, 
And that was actually humiliating. As much as I've tried to tell people, you know, ah, oh, it's so funny that I, you know, I stripped naked in the jacuzzi and I rolled around in broken glass. <laughs> it wasn't funny at all. And I, I was humiliated. Um, and I did think about suicide a lot as a way to get out because I didn't know what to do. And then step two made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we well, yeah. Oh no, that's the three. Mm-hmm. Step two is um, uh, sanity. Came to believe that greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Um, yeah, I have a problem with you know a, a sort of traditional religious God, but I would say just be open to the idea that you can get better, you know, and that the the sponsor I got at the time, I didn't ask him to sponsor me. He just started helping me, you know, and uh, he told me, just, do you believe that you can get better? You know, you can see that other people in AA are okay now. They're not constantly thinking about drinking and stuff. You know, is that enough for you to um, believe that? get well and I was like yeah and then step three to continue with that you know my sponsor said step three is just the decision to do the rest of the steps <laughs> and I really like that you know and um, step four all the baggage all the people I hated in my head that I, I would um decide to get revenge on or, you know, the jealousy I, I have for different people you know, all this these thoughts that would swirl around in my head when I wasn't drinking or when I was drinking I didn't have to carry that around anymore and I was able to tell those things to my sponsor and all the, all the regrets I had I could tell them to my sponsor and I didn't have to carry them around anymore and he gave me this perspective of like, you're not alone and I did many worse things than you. I mean, that was a huge relief and also scary that this man that was helping me was way worse than I was. <laughs> but he was calm and he was okay. So I was like, okay, maybe I can be okay as well. And that was a very freeing part of the steps. You know, it is it is a transformational process. Uh, there's a, a guy in my hometown AA meetings that says the same person will drink again. You have to change. I ha- I have to change, or I will drink again. Uh, I have to constantly maintain this, but it's not a chore. I do it gladly because what I get in return is. I feel comfortable in my own skin. I can connect, like, honestly with other people. I can dance like a maniac on the dance floor without worrying what people think about me. I can be productive at work. And I can make real, intimate connections with people. You know, a true true partnership with another human. That's all I ever really wanted when I was drinking. I just wanted to connect. But I didn't know how, and I I would always drink too much and actually disconnect and cut people off and 
cause a lot of pain. Um, so I, I, I'm talking a lot now, but I would say the 12 steps is, is a transformational process. By the end of the transformation and, and throughout the transformation, actually, I, I get connection. You know, I, I am able to connect to another person and the world around me and nature and the present moment and my body. And I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, um, I can talk about it for a long time because it's very important to me. It is the most important thing that I've decided to do. And I decide to do it again every day. Uh, yeah, so this poor guy that's walked up to me and asked me what the 12 steps is now. <laughs> he's received this lecture from me. If he's still listening, you know, well done. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm very grateful that I did listen in the early days. Um, and I kept coming back. And I often I would go to meetings and not want to be there. But, um, I felt safe. That was enough for me. Yeah. Okay. I passed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I can hop on. Um, I think too, it's the 12 steps for me. Uh, that poor guy kind of turned to me. I'd be like, dude, did I like that's, that's the, you do the 12 steps. But for me, I would drink over trivial behaviors. What do they think of me? Oh, shit drink you know like oh i didn't do this and then like the next day it'd be fine and we like hung over and like oh it worked out or it didn't work out but i made it so much bigger in my head and what the 12 steps does today especially like around this time i've, I've been doing i've been doing um I, I feel like there's been parts of me where i'm like oh like not present focusing on external behaviors and i'm able to present myself and pause and look at myself and change and it's not it sounds scary change we're like well but more like i'm able to finally live in the solution like simon was saying like be able to be happy in my skin and not looking for an external resource but it, it's 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 nice that you have a way of always looking back at yourself like oh this 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 and you let things go and you feel forgiveness so i've had um I've had a, some relationships that were not the greatest, but it's nice being able to see the person happy and genuinely out of the kindness of your heart smile as they're happy. Like that, I, I can't describe that feeling. It's um, something I always wanted when I was drinking was just, I don't know. I actually didn't know what I wanted when I was drinking. I just didn't want to feel anything. And now I feel a lot. It's sometimes tough, but. I'm so grateful I get to finally live a life that I'm grateful for. I'm from America and I get to live in Italy for summer. It's a dream come true. So, yeah, it's definitely thanks to the 12 steps and just talking it out to people. Feeling like connected. So, fantastic. Thank you. Well, for me, the 12 steps uh, actually were very important, firstly, because. Uh, I finally give uh, the, I stopped directing the show of my life and this was very important for me. I was a very controlling kind of woman before and now I know that uh, 
you can call it whatever, whatever you want, uh, God, uh, tree, universe, uh, uh, I don't know, or uh, a door, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, your eye power. But the point is that there is something um, that I recognize uh, is directing my show now. And I'm just living and uh, let it be. And this is very important because I take myself out of the picture. And um, the 12 steps were very important for me also because I, I, I learned how to look uh, at my part in all the relationship. I was always uh, pinpointing, pinpointing, pinpointing other people and uh, other people's uh, uh, mistakes. Uh, now I know even, even in the biggest fight, there are always two people and there are always... Uh, two different point of view and I have to look mine so I try to keep clean my part of the street and this was something I wasn't able to do before I was always feeling a victim of situation and people and uh, <laughs> and everything so now I know that if I look at my part I can feel I can feel uh, better because uh, that's the only one thing it's really important for me and um, and the last thing is, is really the fact of uh, pausing, um, breathe, breathe. I was speeding so much uh, before uh, entering the program. My life was going uh, so fast. And I, I really realized uh, that uh, I cannot make a good decision uh, when I'm, I'm, I'm running all around the world all the time. I need really to breathe and stop and pause and ask uh, for um, really a right uh, to or action. And uh, the worst decision of my life are the decision I made uh, only listening to my head and my sick thoughts without sharing with anyone else um, and uh, I learned to really listen to other people uh, and my mind get clear this way and I can really make better decision and also to listen to something greater than myself that is always giving me um, the correct the action I have to take that time because the things are going exactly as they, as they, they were meant to be. It's just a matter of put myself in a, in a position of listening that I wasn't doing before. I was just going this way. And um, now I go slow and listen. And uh, this difference of Staying in the everyday life changed completely my relationship, my work uh, situation, and uh, my staying in, in the world world. And, um, and this is something for which uh, I'm really grateful to the step. To finish, just to say the last, the last things, the fact that we keep on carrying the message for me is very important because this means that uh, this program keep on um, tell us to stay always connected with other people. Connection um, um, is really like the opposite of addiction. So if you want to fight addiction, you need the connection. 
because addiction is uh, isolation and uh, and loneliness and it was my favorite sport before i was always in my head mm-hmm. now i try to share and uh, i really feel so good uh, going to other people and staying with other people and uh, you cannot beat it alone uh, i told that i can do everything myself but uh, i know that uh, you do you do everything better uh, with other people this is really a we program not just me and myself and i yeah This is a lot for the guy who is asking for a simple solution. <laughs> I just want to quit drinking. What should I do to become sober? But it's yeah, I totally agree. I was like the um, as you said, I was also I couldn't understand when I was drinking that all of my like lifestyle was related to the alcoholism. Like I was high achiever, you know. I I always uh, rushed into places. I was kind of like impulsive, you could even say. I couldn't recognize it. I was like, I'm just like this straightforward and uh, like a little bit pushy person, but nevertheless, I thought that it's just me, you know, there's nothing like, and then I realized that somehow my life is miserable, uh, miserable and I try to find something to like fix. Mm-hmm. And I usually thought that it's just that, you know, guys I'm dating, like there's something wrong with them. And I, I remember so many discussions with my friends in a bar, like over a, like pint or something and I was like like can you actually imagine what he did and stuff and I was like always trying to like find the reason from the guy like there's something wrong with this guy and yeah but I somehow knew that there's some like I, I couldn't find the answer to that like why did he do something and why like yeah there is always so many un- unanswered questions Like and yeah, I couldn't actually realize that that was also part of the problem. Like I just thought that okay, it's uh, it's only just the fact that I drink on we- weekends, but I couldn't like figure out why am I drinking? And it's just like uh, yeah, program is so like it's so beautiful from the like fact that you get to see all of the reasons why you have been drinking and cleaning the house basically and. Or it's a metaphor, <laughs> but yeah, nevertheless, it's just so, it's just so pretty, like, yeah, you know, when you're like, there's no, like, no shame, like, in you, okay, some shame, of course, you could, you, I get shame if I do something wrong, <laughs> but I mean, like, there's not, not that much shame anymore about the stuff I did, because I knew somehow Like intuitively, I knew that I was doing something wrong. I wasn't doing it like, um, like I wasn't doing good for myself. So it's like, it's you know when you go sleep and you know that there's nothing like going around your head like anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, about the fact of feeling shame. Huh? I mean. Uh, Uh, it also helped me a lot to take myself less seriously, mm-hmm. and um, it's like when you when you start better knowing yourself, uh, you can also make fun of yourself. Mm-hmm. So now today it's not that yeah okay I know I have this character defect, but today I can I can for example make fun of my ego for example or uh, my other character defect because. Uh, 
I, I saw them from different perspective. When I was um, when I was in the cloud, when I was still drinking, uh, nobody could tell me anything. I was uh, getting I was so aggressive, and I was like, "What the fuck do you want from me?" Or I was I was going into an argument for sure, you know. Because when you don't know yourself, uh, you feel attacked by all the possible points. Uh, and uh, you just feel like you want to be defensive, you know? But when you feel fine with yourself, you relax, you chill, uh, you know, okay, um, that's what I am. You accept yourself completely. You, like, really add yourself uh, with the better and the worse. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, okay, if someone tells me something about my uh, the fact today it's 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 fine. I can take it, and uh, this is something I also have to say and say, yeah, because uh, it's good to laugh about about life. It's it's not that com- I mean life. It's hard, of course, but it's not that uh, that's hard in the end. It really depends on how you look at things and uh, and you take it as well. And also, like I love that. Yeah, you have fun with it because you get to know the solution and. For me, I feel like before I do something, and there's two types of pride. I feel like there's pride of I'm better than everyone or there's pride of I'm the worst person on this earth. And I think it's nice that AA, you, you start working a life that you're proud, you're, you're happy about. And it's not like either of those. For example, I, <laughs> I went out with friends and it they weren't, we, I learned later on, they weren't true friends, but... I was being in service. I made sure they got home okay. I um, I made sure this guy they met up was good. And I I went home because I told them I was going home at this time. They're like, oh, this is this. And they're drinking all this. But I thought to myself, they have a quote where it's like, you're a living example of the big book. Meaning like, you're doing things to show people what A is without telling them, I feel. And... I just, I went to bed and I was all pissy, like they wasted my time. How dare they? The selfishness. And then I had a thought, like, I'm going to bed, I'm going to go to bed and I'm not ashamed. I didn't break anything. I didn't ruin friendships. I didn't almost hurt myself or die, like, and wake up in jail. Like, I'm going to bed and waking up and feel good about myself because I did the right thing. And that was a cool feeling. And I, and I realized, like, when I don't have that, there's something I need to look at because I'm starting to do my old ways. And it's nice. It's nice not having to feel, what did I do last night? Instead of, I did this. And I either had a really fun time or I did something I was proud of or there's something I need to work on. But at the end of the day, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and you mentioned something about uh, if there's a somebody who doesn't know a, anything about AA. You mentioned sponsor earlier. What's that? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. This guy is walking up to me with all these questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I might be asking him for help soon. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I. I didn't know what a sponsor was when I first came in. Actually, for a while, some guy just started helping me. I didn't ask him to be my sponsor. I didn't know what one was. Um, yeah, but I would say a very like brief uh, summary of what a sponsor is. is someone who has been through the steps, who 
is willing to take you through the steps. Um, you know, they have an experience of doing the 12 steps and they're willing to share it with you. And that's about it. Um, yeah. And like at the moment, I don't have a sponsor. I have um, a fellow traveler in like another program. And he's more like a friend. You know, we, we work the steps together. And that really helps me. Like, he doesn't tell me what to do. I don't tell him what to do. We just sort of have suggestions for each other and we share what worked for us. And it feels very um, equal. Like, it's two-way. I help him, he helps me. Um, and the style of sponsor I used to have in the past was very, like... Um, he was above me, he was telling me what to do and maybe that worked for me at the time but right now I seem to benefit much more from a kind of friend style sponsorship um, where, you know, we'll play Xbox for a few hours and shoot some baddies and then we'll go eat together and then we'll talk about step work or whatever and uh, yeah, that suits me quite well now so yeah those are my ramblings to this poor guy <laughs> looking for help. Sure. And if somebody is uh, listening to the previous, um, maybe the uh, AA radio uh, tapes from the previous ones, uh, sponsor in Finnish is Kumi. So if you're wondering uh, why haven't they been speaking about sponsors earlier, but that's the translation. But yes. Hi. Um, And the big book which we are talking about is the Alcoholics Anonymous uh, book. Yes. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, you said that, uh, Erika, that you have been um, in AA for like two years now and you came here when you were like over Zooms and you have been going to the Zoom meetings in the internet for a like, Yeah. For a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um so actually I I I entered the room before the pandemic. I was going to I I went a few times to Italian meeting uh, in person. Uh, but I was not that attracted at that time because uh, I was not understanding and they were old people <laughs> and uh, I, I I was feeling like oh what what I'm doing here with these people they are so old and we don't talk the same language and so on but I was going and listening and but I was still drinking actually um, then the pandemic came and um, I was lucky because uh, actually because of the pandemic my company was uh, having a difficult time and for this uh, we were not working uh, Um, we were in this Cassantegrazione, so we don't. I don't explain this uh, in in details. What is this? But it's like when uh, the company is is closed for uh, temporary because of a uh, pandemic, and uh, we just got this government uh, stuff, and uh, we will come back to work as, as soon as the pandemic is over. No, and uh, so I had time. I was at home, and I had time to to have uh, two or three meetings per day which was very useful at the beginning because I needed to do a lot of meetings because uh, the first uh, 24 hours are the hardest one because, uh, yeah, of course, you still have the 
the alcohol in your blood so it takes time to to get over it and uh, for me it was it takes me actually it took me three months and um, so uh, thank you the, thanks to the pandemic I started going to different meeting because I could choose uh, and uh, no matter you can go whatever in the world actually because uh, you don't have this uh, obligation to go to the meeting that is closest to you and uh, and yeah so uh, for example I had a sponsor uh, and he was American and uh, I actually worked the program with an American so uh, yeah I I worked the program in a different way than the Italian one and uh, the Italian ones and not a lot of people now I'm, I'm back to the physical group and I do service in a physical group in Italy and um, not so many people in the group uh, they, they they actually work the program with the sponsor for example because maybe it's just different you know and uh, so it's good what I took from the pandemic um, and also uh, for me, it was very useful uh, the fact of opening to to so many different meetings in all all over the world to do service in an international convention like ISMIPA. We were from all the countries, you know, and uh, yeah, to to be able to choose a sponsor, whatever. And uh, now, for example, I have a sponsor that uh, she's Italian, and uh, but she's not. Uh, she doesn't live in my city, for example. So we, we still meet on Zoom, and um, and uh, yeah, I think that uh, Zoom was an amazing uh, pandemic saved my life. Let's say first, uh, pandemic saved my life, and uh, secondly, I do believe that this is uh, where the the message has to has to go right now. Because uh, Zoom really opened the possibility to recover to people in extremely remote area, people that uh, um, normally aren't able to go to a meeting because they are too far. You know, when we start, uh, Bill Wilson has just a few. Um, uh, there were just a few meetings in the US, and then he started selling this book and sending this book by post, uh, by via mail to people uh, all over the world and then the, the group uh, start to now with the online even if you are sick or even if you you really live in a in a super remote area you can connect and uh, recover you know and this is uh, this is an amazing new point for uh, for the organization at the moment and uh, we don't want to lose it there is this uh situation at the moment not the, like these two ideas should we come back only to the physical and leave the online now that the pandemic is almost over or not i do believe that it's very important to keep this and uh, as every, every every change takes time to to enter in the in the normal way of uh, being and the normal way of doing things but the online uh, doesn't have to disappear for all these people that are still uh, in remote area and cannot go to meeting because we are giving them also the possibility to recover and to, to live a better life. No, I agree with that. I, um, COVID is, I meant Zoom or whatever we use is unbelievable. I, um, 
It was nice because the new car, me and my sponsor have talked many times about this, and he's been around for a while, a few decades in the program. But um, it's nice because, like, if you're terrified of going by yourself to a meeting and people are in chairs, and even though it's people really friendly and there's usually a greeter, but here and are there, you can go with, like, your family member or friend, and you're just on a Zoom meeting in your comfort of your home. Like, maybe your dog's next to you or something like that, so... It's a lot peaceful, and I, just adding on to your point, I hope it stays because I love it. I'm secretary of a meeting that I got sober at in person. They went online. Things happened, but there's two meetings, but they're the online version, and it's 8 a.m. in uh, Pacific time in the United States. And that's and then I come to Italy, and I was like thinking, could I do it? But I can because it's 5 o'clock here, mm-hmm. so... It's amazing. I get to see the people that really helped me stay, get sober, and now I get to help others. And they, I, I love, I love the online. And yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's nice to meet the like people who are you, uh, you <laughs> who you have like seen when you have first been like uh, when you became sober. It's so lovely to meet them. I mean, like it's just like a reminder of yourself, like what what, what you. What I used to be like, mm-hmm. but Simon, now uh, easier question for you. Oh, <laughs> Have you liked to be uh, in Italia? Was it nice? Had it been nice? Oh yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. This is the third Italy bar I've been to, and um, yeah, so far so good. We went to Bologna city center. I had some really good pizza. Mm-hmm. I had some gelato, ice cream. The ice cream was so rich that I needed to like take a pause between each um, each lick, which for me is difficult. You know, <laughs> I I still have uh, addiction problems, just not to alcohol anymore or drugs. But yeah, ice cream is becoming a problem. <laughs> but yeah, I've enjoyed it. The, the people are very hospitable and friendly and warm, and yeah. So far, so good, and I, I keep coming back. You know, I really enjoyed the first Italian bar I went to in Milan, and then Vicenza, and now here in Bologna. So yeah, um, yeah, it's an expensive problem. <laughs> <laughs> We have had worse. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, if somebody is uh, trying to find information about AA, you can find uh, Finnish websites from aa.fi. And what is it in English? Is it just aa.com or what is it? AA.org. Yeah. So go there and find a group if you are interested. But we can now uh, end up with serenity prayer. Should we do it in English? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Not in Italy, yes. No, 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 it's okay. Okay. It's fine. All right, let's okay. go. God, God. God. Grant, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the differences. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.